Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about if you should ever buy a multi-million dollar home. So I have some thoughts around this. I mean, the home that I just sold is close to a million dollars. It's not a multi-million dollar home. So I'm going to... And actually... you made money. Good job. Congratulations. Thank Yay. you. But I'm going to pass this over to you because you have actually lived in some pretty big homes. Size-wise, I don't think they're too big. Talking money-wise. <laughs> yeah. So my problem is, is I end up liking living in cities. So it's quite costly. And I had a condo on the Las Vegas Strip. That was expensive. Uh, but where, only... where was it at? The Mandarin Oriental. Uh-huh. But the cool part about it is I only bought it because the builder needed new bank financing. So they were just giving really good deals. And I ended up selling it for like a million more than what I ended up putting into it and what I ended up purchasing it for. It wasn't bad overall. I don't really think homes are valuable. I think they're a waste. I don't recommend ever spending millions of dollars on homes. You look at people like Warren Buffett. He barely spends money on a home. He has the same one he's been in forever. Here's another thing I've learned. One of my buddies has like six, seven billion dollars. He has a small two bedroom condo and he was just like, real estate's one of the worst investments. And yeah, people always say there's, you know, a lot of the billionaires are real estate people, but he's just like, I can easily make 30, 40% all my money each year in tech. He's like, why would I want to own assets like real estate when I'm not going to make 30 to 40% of my money from them? Exactly. The way I see it, and I, I highly recommend anybody that's that's interested in, in real estate, look at how Grant Cardone does things. He has a really good YouTube channel, just really funny guy, and he's got over $350 million in real estate. And my mom's a real estate agent, and she's always pressing me all the time. You got to buy more real estate, da, 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 da. especially in the, the I guess, the, the Asian America community, American community that I come from. Everybody just, the goal is to get a home, right? But to me, it's a huge pain in the ass. Like, okay, if I'm going to rent out a bunch of places or I'm going to buy it and rent it out, I got to deal with tenants or I got to deal with, you know, the people managing it and then, you know, all these problems. For me, and I think this is the same case for Neil as well, I'd rather just invest in myself or invest in things that I understand, whether it's technology, upcoming, you know, upcoming trends, things like that, things that I actually get and things that I can actually impact. It's the same thing as what uh, Neil's buddy said, where, you know, the stuff that you can impact, you're getting, you're going to gain a 30 to 40% return. And certainly I'm not saying don't diversify. I think it's good to diversify, have some real estate. But for me, I think, you know, if I'm ever going to buy some additional real estate and I will in the, in the future, it's, I would probably just buy it and rent it out. And I just live in, you know, the same kind of typical apartment I'm in right now. Yeah. It's so much easier. If I had to do it, I have a home in Los Angeles currently. I have one more left in Vegas, which closes in February sometime. So now I'll be stuck with just one home. Most of the homes, almost actually all the homes I've ever bought are for investment purposes. Every once in a while, I end up living at them in a short run for a few months. In general, I'm a big believer in just staying in hotels, on the road, do whatever it takes to succeed with the business and dump all my money back into what I know, which is tech and even marketing. 
I have a much higher ROI on my money if I just throw it into Facebook ads or Google ads than I do popping it into real estate. If you're truly trying to grow, especially with marketing, you got to build a brand. You got to go after all the channels, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SEO, social media, whatever it may be. All this stuff costs money. And instead of putting a down payment like of a few hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars on a home, why not put that money into your business and your marketing and grow faster. Sure, if you have a family, you're still gonna need a home and you can end up renting one, but you're still better off paying for the rental income and then dumping the money back into your business or the marketing to grow faster. Yeah, and the way Grant Cardone does it is he has all these real estate, You know, he does a lot of multifamily and you can look at the, into that on your own, but he is constantly on the move. You know, He might rent a cool place where he pays 15, 20 grand a month or something like that, like a mansion in Malibu, for example, and then he'll move around. He's the, the thing is he's very flexible. You're not just tied down to one area. And I think tying up a lot of your capital in just one home and just waiting years and years for it to grow is not, to me, I think if you're listening to this, you are equipped with all this other stuff to grow your business faster. If you're after a return, you're going to grow better that way. And the, the other thing I'll add is, you know, if you look at Warren Buffett, he talks about staying in your lane and staying within the things that you understand. So his his thesis right now is he think he thinks Bitcoin is going to go to nothing, right? Or he said some, something around that. But he really focuses on the investments that he understands. So for Neil and I, we focus on the things that we understand. And when you hear us talking about how we're looking for convenience, like whether it's living at a hotel or living in a simple apartment, that's only because, you know, we just want to focus on the things that we're good at, right? So just because it's good for us doesn't necessarily mean it's good for you. We're just giving you our feedback. Yeah. And if you want a big home and it makes you happy, great, go for it. If you're going to do that, make sure you have dinners with other entrepreneurs, other people in the marketing industry who can help you out by throwing these dinners. You'll learn a lot and people will help you grow. And that's great because as they help you grow, at least you have a nice home and you're making use of it to grow your business versus just living in it and not using it as something as a quote unquote marketing tool. Yeah, if you want some ROI numbers on dinners, I mean, here, yeah. And if you want more ROI on dinners or you want me to quantify it for you, I mean, in 2017 alone, and I'm not trying to make money off dinners per se, it's just about connecting great people like what Neil's mentioning. I actually, it led to $200,000 in in deals, right? So definitely wait, do that. But what did you spend on the dinners? So in the beginning, I was initially paying for it because I just didn't want to make it difficult for people. But what I found was I could, I could actually just get people to pay for it and I would break even on the dinner. How'd you get people to pay for them? You use Eventbrite. So you, you just connect everyone in there and then you put like a price on the ticket. Could be 150 bucks, 200 bucks, and that's how you do it. And that's it. And you break even. And then funny enough, now you're making money even though that's not your goal. There you go. So before we go, we have a bunch of marketing goodies for you. Just go to singlegrain.com slash giveaway to learn more and we'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.